Ooh, yeah! Killer Pop from Outer Space presents War Games. What's up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Killer Pod Matter Space. As always, I am Jeff. To my right, the angriest man on the planet, Vinny Markle. What's up, Vinny? Why are you yelling? Party people! I don't know. I was bringing the energy. To my right! I've been tired for the last, like, three hours. I just thought I'd... Uh, I just it. ripped a Get Diet Cola, and I'm feeling caffeinated up. I'm drinking one of these Yangling Hershey Porters. It tastes like freaking Hershey chocolate. Yeah, it's it? delicious. Good stuff. I think that's what's got me all fired up. And that Dr. Pepper. All probably. amped up. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. New Year was kind of lame, huh? Very. I was yeah. in bed by 10 o'clock. Yeah, right? me was too. Pretty, I was fucking exhausted. It's pretty lovely, actually. That's, yeah. Um, um, you guys are pathetic. Yeah. Oh, what were up? you doing? I was up till about 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh. oh. No nap either. I was, I, was I was up to like 12.05. Went right to bed. And I had to work the other day, or the next day. I did too. Yeah, it was pretty I beat. I was beat. People were shooting off fireworks in the neighborhood. That was yeah, cool. They were all over the place. Yeah. I did not I could see hear them. them. I couldn't I heard, see Yeah, them. same, same. I mean, I live underground, so I wasn't <laughs> seeing a whole lot of anything. Yeah, that's true. You're all covered up in the ivy. Yeah. Trying to change that, though. Producer? How are you living? Meh. Same old, same old. All right. Yeah, Fair we're living enough. exciting lives over here. Mm-hmm. So, um. I'm excited back. for vacation. We're back again. So, you got any popping news? Anything yelling at you? I don't have anything. Yeah, I don't have any news, but I watched some stuff. I'll tell you that much. Did you watch Clive Barker's Books of Blood yet? I have not. Ooh, it's on Hulu. It is dark. It is definitely a Clive Barker. No, I have not. Book's intense. Yeah, well, this is pretty damn intense. Um, So is it broken up into episodes? Yeah, it's anthologied up, and then it kind of meets itself at the end. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's dark. I was not ready for a Hulu movie to be that dark. Hmm. I also watched You Cannot Kill David Arquette before that, so that <laughs> was that? like a great movie. It was fun. It was really good. Yeah. But like, I was in I'm this- wait- Is that free somewhere? On Hulu, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I'm, I'm waiting for that to be free somewhere. Yeah, I was like, oh, watch this. And I was like, yeah, Books of Blood. And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> My mood has shifted. So did anyone noteworthy make Books of Blood? Or is it kind of someone- Nah, it's just kind of a bunch of low-key people. Fresh. No recognizable actors. Um director name i can't even remember that didn't you know strike a chord with me when i saw it but really good um, i wonder if it's true to the book i never read the book i'll look so it up. i don't know uh there is some man butt in it in true clive barker fashion that'll happen always some man butt uh, was good you imagine if you had michael douglas in there oh how much man butt there would be between <laughs> That is deal still. <laughs> is he still trying to show? That I hope ass? not anymore. I think it'll be sagging <laughs> to the floor. <laughs> um, and then I've got my vinegar syndrome Black Friday purchases, and I watched uh, Pandemonium and Cutting Class, the little horror comedy double feature yesterday, and it was quite enjoyable. I dig that. Yeah, Pandemonium's di- super fun. Did your discs come yet? I've been seeing on the internet that people are getting them. The replacements? Yeah. No. So I just re-emailed them because they said if it didn't come by the fourth, email us. And let us know you didn't get it, and we'll reship it. And I just emailed them like two hours ago. Wow. Okay. Uh, my UP- USPS tracking shipment still says nothing. It just says label created, and it's yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. 
I guess I'll just shoot them the same email. Yeah. Because I'm seeing more and more on the social media people are posting like, oh, yeah, I got I, my disc. I haven't seen anybody post about it, but I, I can't imagine what happened. Like, are they just getting kicked under the shelves at the post office or something? Where are the post they? office is so jacked up. It's a conspiracy. Yep. I don't know. Conspiring is what? To not get us our sweet movies and no. merchandise so we're miserable. You know, you let's know throw these beers down. When my, f- my final shirt arrived yesterday, and I'm wearing it right now. It's so. a sweet shirt. I'm pumped. I'm pretty jealous. All right, beer it up, brother. All right, this is a new one. This is um, another brewery out of New York. Nueva York. And they just became available in Pennsylvania, so this is fresh and new to our state. Mm-hmm. It's a night shift brewing company. And this particular one is Fluffinity. Maybe, Fluffinity. The, maybe the worst beer name I've ever heard. Well, you know how they say the new, so it's a New England, new England IPA. You know, they say they're fluffy. No. And you have Infinity. No. And you have Fluffinity. I don't like it. I like the can. The can's pretty dope. Yeah, I like, I like the, their uh, logo. Well, yeah, the, the owl. owl. The hop. Yeah, that's very pretty cool. cool. Very creative. I'm trying to find out where in New York they're from. Oh, they're not from New York. They're from um, my bad. They're from Massachusetts. Oh, oh these are the people. So I fig- as soon as I saw it, I think Night Shift Brewing. I grew up in uh, Roxborough, in Philly, and there was Penn Distributors, which was like a big beer distributor for the city. It's this giant building. These folks bought it. And we're supposed to open a beer garden. Yes. Yeah, the beer guy and, at work was just telling me. Yeah, about that. and then they had to back out because of COVID. The COVID, they're like, so, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, now it's just a big. So is building. it is it a temporary back out? Or they just done. Sounded like they were done. Like they. Pulled, I mean, I guess the space is still to, available. They had to pull their money and all that kind of stuff. Ah, that sucks. That yeah, was, that everyone was kind of cool. looking forward to it. How's the beer? I don't know. It's tasty. I've never had anything by them. This is the first thing I've ever had. No, I mean, how's that beer that you just had? Oh well, it was tasty. Mm. Oh, it is fluffy. They're not lying. Yeah, Got a nice, nice and smooth aroma. See, I like when they do the New England style. So, like, there's there's the lactose edition. Just cheats your way into getting this. Okay, like you that. know more about the science than I do. I just know about the drinkings. I don't like the lactose in there, and I'm starting to notice more and more when I do have the lactose IPAs. The next day, I am ultra gassy. Okay. All right. You ever notice that? I, I legit have no clue at this point. I'm just right. drinking. Wait it's, till that sandwich goes through you. Yeah. We had some big old Italian hoagies for yeah, dinner. Yeah, those cold cuts are making me thirsty. Woo-wee. It was delicious, though. Um, so good good beer. Kind of weird. I did. I definitely... You've been keeping in the spirit of the show theme lately. And, uh, trying. Well, it would have been nice if I got uh, mm-hmm. Three Floyd's... Uh, zombie dust. Yeah, zombie yeah. dust. I think we did that before. And I really dropped the ball because I wanted to get more beer zombies. Mm. But I don't even know if there's any new one. We, we have the two that are available in Pennsylvania as far as I know. I uh, gotcha. But I will definitely check out the distributor and see if there's more. Nice. Well, I haven't seen them anywhere, but I like their style. I like their Instagram. I've been very happy with what I've seen. Their, their merch? Are we talking about that? The apparel? No, but it looks awesome. Fucking dope. Yeah. I'm going to buy some of that. Um, to complement your beer picks, I'm going to start doing a music pick. I like that. Because I'm bored with this, and I want to... <laughs> bored what? You're, you're beer? In your beer. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I just... I was. I find myself listening to a lot of music, and a lot of... Some of it I just stumble across. I completely forget about it. Um, 
it not going to be relative to topic or show or beer, anything. Just um, we did a music and beer pairing. You can't even pair the beers with the movies we watched. <laughs> um, but anyway, last night I was watching the 76ers kick the Charlotte Hornets' ass, and um, I was listening to Calibrace. And their second record, which is the one that really got me into them, is called The Traveling Vampire Show. Uh, essential horror punk. Super catchy. Super uh, just straight to the point punk. Awesome record. Just fun. Just fun. If you're uh, not familiar with Calibri's, check them out. You know, they're way more. I shouldn't say way more, but they're, they've, their evolution is very noticeable. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know I'm down. You recently showed me them, and yeah, I just I'm I completely forgot about this record to be honest. Like I, there was a song I was looking at, and I was like, oh, it's on this record. Let me listen to the whole record. And I was like, oh my god, that record was so good. I forgot all about it. Um, and you can tell I'm old because I say record. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it is a record. There's no other way to say it. The album. Mm, I still say what do the kids say? A CD? No, they don't know what CDs are. They just a say SoundCloud. Uh, oh, the new Spotify playlist just came out. The new 50 Cent? What was the other guy's name in um, G-Unit? Um, Who's the cocaine guy? Tony Yayo. Tony Yayo. Yeah, free Yayo. <laughs> I forgot oh, about Tony man. Yayo. Good stuff. I forget. Who's the other guy? Lloyd Banks, I believe, was the other one. G-Unit? Yeah, 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 yeah. That didn't sound terrible. Well, uh, sir, this one's just, a doozy. You just caught me. Hold on. I got I got, oh, you got more. So... You kind of helped me segue because the topic that I told you I wanted to bring back up. Oh, I forgot all about it. I'm sorry. We haven't discussed sports for our audience in a while. Well, there hasn't been anything on while we're recording. <laughs> True. But what are your thoughts on what's going on with the NFL going into the playoffs, especially our beloved Eagles? Because we have not discussed it off air. Well, tank away. That's what I say. It's your pick. Everyone's like pissed off. One, we don't know the Giants shit. I don't give a shit about the Giants. Neither do I. Two... I mean, yeah, it was blatant. So, like, maybe if he did it after halftime as opposed to in a three-point game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. But, like, we don't owe anybody shit. And if you're a player, like, play harder and get in the playoffs, and then you won't have to Do be upset. Do you think um, going forward on fourth with the obvious field goal was part of the plan? Oh, all of it. Yeah. All of it. Um, well, yeah, sitting everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I read a good article. It was like, Miles Sanders made a comment about how nobody was happy with the decision. Well, Myers Sa- Miles Sanders was a scratch for the game with an injury that he would have played through if the game meant anything. I think Doug Peterson's mindset was Washington's going to blow us out. So Sudfeld was taking first-team reps. Do you think it was his call, though, even? Like, that's coming from the top. That's coming from Roseman. Like, dude, this this is one you probably really shouldn't try to win. Right. But then everything went screwy where oh, where they hung Al in Smith there and... was playing like shit after the first half. Oh, so it was Hurts. Hertz wasn't playing good by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, yeah, we had the, the two rushing yeah, touchdowns. two rushing, but then he, he was like seven for 21 in, we passing. we probably would have won. Uh, yeah, I guess, because he would have got away from them like three terrible sacks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then all the Wentz stuff, they're having some sessions to, yeah. to good. work like, out their feelings. Sit them down with fucking Metallica psychiatrists, and they can cry and yeah. all that shit. Um, it's a mess. But no, like... Philadelphia's look, a mess. You know... If you're a player and it's a facade that you're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're not happy with the decision. Like, <laughs> playing to win that game, you know, you're playing to win. But 
like I said, there was some scratches there that's like, well, if the game meant anything, you wouldn't have been scratched. You would have been playing. Because that's, oh, yeah. that's what athletes do. They play to that shit. Yep. You know, you think if... Nah, that's a bad example. I was going to say when the Sixers made their run to the championship in uh, 01, Iverson was a walking corpse, essentially. It's ho- shoulder, elbow, knee, like... You know, yep. they're not playing well. He probably takes some games off. Philadelphia, and they're playing Sixers. lights out right now. I'm loving watching them. Um, Steph, or not Steph, Seth Curry and Danny Green have been humongous pickups for us. Dude, how about Steph Curry? 62, yeah, 62 points. Woo! All right, we got to get off this. Okay, thing. okay. <laughs> um, check out our other podcast. Yeah, Jeff and Vinny. Uh, we killer, talk about killer sports from outer space. We talk about balls, sports balls. Inflatable. And pucks. Oh, can't wait for Aki to start, though. I can't wait. So, I didn't really catch up with Dr. Love pre-show. Did you get a trivia question? Yes, sir. Ah, all right. ah look at you. The, I know ball. my job. This man is on the ball. So, we are doing the top ten, according to us, zombie films. Yeah, so, I wanted to clear that up, too. You and I, we yell at each other and all that good stuff. But, like, these are personal lists. I by no mean intend these to be, like... Of all time, yeah, it's just it's just according to us. It's yeah. not of all time. Yeah, it's very personal <laughs> to my nostalgia, my Absolutely. feelings, yeah. my headspace when I watch these movies. Right? Yeah, I yeah, I shouldn't have said all time. That's why I said all time according to us. Yeah, it's it's all according to us. Um, like this you- list, I think is going to be a banger because I think we're going to have. I know we're going to have very varying opinions. Well, we are. Um, the one thing I want to say about this list, I think the honorable ne- mentions is probably going to take longer than the actual list. Right. This could have been like a top 20, 25, just yeah, when you out said, of so personal. We were, we were um, thinking about having a guest for this one and doing a top 20, and I was like, ooh, like 20 is going to be tough. Um, but then when I was trying to put my list together, I was like, God damn it, I need 20. There's there's a lot of content, a lot of good content. Oh, yeah. A lot of bad content. Some stuff that's not even that good. good, but I... Really yeah. love, yeah. I, I. But also, if we would have done top twenty, we would have gotten further into that gray space of is it a zombie or is it disease? Yeah. So I have. Uh, what's it called? Uh, rage virus kind of thing. I have a. It might not even get on the list depending on where we're going, but I have a iffy one. We'll so do say. I. Okay. Good. We both do. All right. All right. Well. On doc- to the trivia, Doctor Love. If you want to get into this, oh, we should nail this first because we always fuck it up. If you win trivia. You get money in the bank or number one. Well, it's yes. Correct. Uh, we're not an uneven number, so. So if you win the number one pick, you pick nine, correct? And if you win the money in the bank, you're picking ten. We always mess correct. up the numbers. All right. Just wanted to let everyone we're know. We're good at numbers. No, I'm not. That's the yeah, problem. We said that, that on the fly. Well, because we're getting no problem. We're getting used to it now. <laughs> Of course, if I wouldn't have said anything, we would have completely changed. I didn't have my calculator, so we were going to be <laughs> fucked. I, I bought the abacus. <laughs> All right, I'm ready for trivia. All right. Dr. Love, hit us. All right. Which modern family actor fought zombies in Dawn of the Dead? Uh, Steve, but I don't know his name. His name's Steve in Dawn of the Dead. Wait, which my, uh, the actor? The actor's name. The dad. Yeah, the he dad. Did, I don't so he got it. It's the dad. Ty Burrell. But you got it. It's the dad in Modern Family. So what? How did he I, get it? Because yeah, he said the dad. Do you want another trivia question? Yes. We both he said, said the, the dad. dad in Modern <laughs> Family. He got the right person. You don't need names here. I you said the dad, dad after he said it's, dad. It's so shocking how much of a dick he was in that movie <laughs> and how and lovable it, uh, he yeah. is in Modern Family. 
He's he's what's kinda his weird. name? Ty Burrell. Isn't Ty Burrell. The move this yeah. bus guy. I never even heard of that. No, that's Ty that's Pennington. Ty Pennington. Yeah. yeah. All right, hang on, hang on, hang Wait, on. The Jets quarterback? Yeah, that's Daniel Bear. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Chad Pennington. That's uh, I'm thinking of Paddington Bear. <laughs> All right, in the original Night of the Living Dead, where did Johnny drive his sister? To the cemetery. So, uh, beat me too. Ooh, Vinny got that one. To see who? I, I don't know that answer. Wait, hang on. Maybe it says it in the synopsis here thing. To see their grandmother? <laughs> who? So it says dead. Johnny dad. complained about making the long drive to the cemetery for his sister to visit their father's grave. Yeah, yeah. Johnny said he couldn't remember what the old man looked like. His sister Barbara prayed at the grave, and Johnny said, "I don't know. We bring these flowers and waste half a day, and blah yeah. blah blah." Mm-hmm. Who plays Johnny in the Savini remake? I don't remember. Billy Mosley. We're getting deep here. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So, I love Vinny, Vinny what do you choose? I'm taking money in the bank just because I don't want Jeff to have it. I don't know if I'll use it, but I just don't want him to have it. Because so you'd rather I get number one, huh? Yes, because I'm right. fairly confident where number one is. Yeah. I, mean, I have a very honest. hard one and two, but if they flip-flop, which I think they will because of you, um, I'm fine with so it. So that means you pick first, correct? Correct. Dun-dun-dun. Hmm. Ten's tough with this one because there's. Like, I have a really good ten because there's a bunch of stuff that I like. Don't want to rank high, but just want to get on the list. My ten, I think. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. It doesn't matter, but I, I think I'm going to. I we've had a lot of tens recently where it's like if it's not a ten, it can't be in the list. My ten's getting in the list. Put it that way. Um, I think my ten will be on the list regardless because you may have it a wee bit higher. Oh, we delay Dublin. Mm, sorry. <laughs> oh, gotta stand up. Oh, hiccupy. When are we getting the zip uh, line? Oh, we, we keep saying that we're going to put the zip line up. I'm not handy. All right, so Vinny's number 10 is Dead Snow. Wow. What do you think? Did you have it a little higher? Uh, I didn't have it on my list. Oh, really? That's kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, Dead Snow. Over the top horror comedy with slasher elements and gratuitous zombie gore and Nazi zombies. Nazi zombies who want their damn treasure back. Yep. And uh, yeah, this one's just a lot of fun. So this is the only zombie movie that has like that slasher element with like a um, bunch of teens on vacation, right? There's no, no. Other, there's no other zombie movie with like a vacation teen type element. Mm, it's always like end of the world type scenario. Yeah, nothing I can think of offhand. Yeah, so that's unique. List. Um, I like how they have the the mm. like Nordic uh, mega zombie that's like a real Nordic um, folklore. That's different. Um, the gore is just awesome. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, I remember. Buying this in like a five for twenty at Blockbuster and just chomping at the bit to watch it. And when I did, I was not disappointed. Some questionable decisions in the movie, like the outhouse BJ. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they were just trying to go over the top. Yeah, yeah. and white guy dreads <laughs> and white girl dreads. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, the, you see that, huh? You see white the dreads. The the the, the fat guy has dreads, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
it's just goofy. It's it's fun. Uh, the whole zombie Nazi thing. It's you know, not done. I mean, it's like a common trope, but it's not done as much as you'd think. The Nazi zombies. Yeah. Well, so um, oh, you, me and my titles. What's the one that came out recently that was like um the one on the moon? Nah, the World War Two. Uh, Overlord. Not, Overlord. Yeah. yeah, that's like a more serious take into the Nazi yeah. zombie. And then it has zombie elements, but more, much more of a monster movie. Uh, Frankenstein's Army. Yeah, I, never I watched, love that movie. I never watched it. Yeah, but I, I'm sure I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. You yeah, it definitely is. It was one of those. I think I was excited for it, and then I read like a really bad review, and I was like, eh. Well, I mean, it's um, it depends on what you're going in for. Like, it, it's there, there's a lot of bad acting and miswriting in the movie, but all practical effects and amazing monster design with no CGI. It's very, very good. Huh. But that's for another episode. So I take, um, I take it in your list you didn't very much explore the history of zombies, did you? Mm, you just kind of went straight up what you want. Straight up what I want. Um, I did purposely leave a little bit of the history out. I didn't want to give movies on the top ten list just for being one of the first. I don't think that's fair. Oh, I said okay. But I, I I was thinking, but I did go around the world. Mine's a very that's nice. Um, I wish I could jump ahead and ask you this, but I don't know if it's a spoil the list at all. It might spoil part of my list. I'll let it ride until we get there, and we'll see what happens. I'll just make a note to myself to get to it. All right. Um. But yeah, I mean, Dead Snow is, it's a, the sequel I didn't have as much fun with. What? That's what I was going to ask you about. I probably need to rewatch. Dead Snow 2. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to rip Dead Snow 2 off my list. Is it not in your list? Mm-hmm. All right. We're just going to, this is going to be the first. Where'd you have it? I did number six. Oh. But really? we'll do this. remove it? We're going to do a first for the show. We're going to do 10 and then a little asterisk type dealy. Dead Snow 2. Because they're. The same gist. Yeah, yeah. Over the top, Nazi zombies. So you prefer two over one. I prefer two over one. Adds a supernatural element. Uh, mm. The comedy is more geared toward an American audience in the second one, so it's funnier to me. Um, you get Martin Starr and the zombie squad in it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, like, the over-the-top gore, you get, like, the zombie versus zombie, like, free-for-all at the end, like, yeah. the rumble. Um they just they went all out with it. I should do a rewatch. Yeah, you should. I mean, the blood factor on that is insanity. We saw it at that awesome fest overnight. I, I think, was fucked up. I don't. Yeah, and I was late. Uh, just the the sheer like fun of the movie though. It's just goofy as shit. Like the first it's great one in that setting. Like the a, first one has like a a little bit of a story and a tone. The second one's just like fuck all that. Yeah, we're doing cool. everything. Yep. But yeah, I mean, good call. All right. Number nine's in. Number nine is in. Number nine, Jeff's pick, Sugar Hill. Okay. How do you I feel about it? I, I mean, yeah. I like Sugar Hill. I love Sugar Hill. Um, for those who don't know, not the Wesley Snipes. Uh, right? Is that Wesley Snipes? Like, what? I was like, what's that? Sugar Hill? Isn't that like a Wesley Snipes crime drama or something? Look it up. I'm pretty sure it is. But this is not that. This is a 19... 19- oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, this is a 19... 19- Why would they use the same title? I don't know. 93. 
1974 Sugar Hill is a blaxploitation voodoo zombie movie. It is basically every blaxploitation movie where the white mafia kills uh, a um, member of the black community and now it's time for that person to get avenged. In this case, it is Sugar Hill's boyfriend. He's a club owner and he won't cut the mafia in on it. So they kill him. And what's Sugar Hill do? (laughs) What any normal person would do she doesn't get mad but bad yeah she gets bad she goes to the the priestess and my favorite character baron sandy the most over the top just ludicrous freaking dude ever uh he's like the voodoo master guy you know and she is a foxy chick using this voodoo to raise these zombies that had been i think they were slaves bodies that they like had just imported into the states for some reason um but they like when they become zombies they get these crazy ass diamond eyes that's such a cool look yeah. such a cool look uh and the movie you know you're thinking like a black exploitation and like a zombie movie is probably trash it's actually a really good movie in my opinion at least um you know it's like shaft and foxy brown meet zombies that kind of deal yeah, that's basically what it yeah. is. I like the whole idea of like she makes her hitmen out of zombies. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, like I said, the visual of the eyes is something Super will stick cool. with me forever. If you've never seen it, it's got to be streaming somewhere. If it's not, someone get on that. It's um, yeah. This is a, this is a great movie. I have no qualms at all. I was just getting on the fringe, but I was like, well, if they're like. Even though it's voodoo, and voodoo plays a part in a lot of zombie movies, if they're made zombies, is that actually a zombie? Because I, yeah, I don't know. I was overthinking. Well, that's where it gets tricky. Yeah. Um, that's why we need the top 20. Because if we yeah. get the top 20, this would definitely I, be. I, with my list, like I said, I wanted to kind of include a little bit of everything. I wanted, I wanted it to be a well-rounded list. Uh, I purposely left off, like, three movies that are, like, all-timers. But, you know, sometimes you got to make those sacrifices to get uh, your lesser-known stuff in and let people know like i could sit here and just name off all the romero movies and people have no problem with that but at the same time i want someone to listen to like what the hell is sugar hill and go watch it it's more fun that way that's true yeah I, you know i should think more about that of like <coughs> working stuff on the list even if it's only a slight edge over another movie just to get it more yeah views and people yeah. watching it and talking about it not to uh, bring it up for the umpteenth time, but Sugar Hill, I think, was a Mahoning movie we saw. I think it was the last feature. Or maybe I was there by myself. Yeah, I, I wasn't remember. there for that. That would be cool to see it there. But I remember not remembering there being as many N-words as there was and being like, oh, crap, <laughs> this is uncomfortable. <laughs> Where are we at here? Eight. Eight. Coming up. All right, number eight, Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Wow. I figured you'd have this higher. Um, I didn't include it. <laughs> really? I, did, well, I can't figure out what the hell's on your list. Yeah. I thought I had. I love it. Don't, I told you. I um, I went a little more off center with this one. I love the pick. Don't get me I wrong. I mean, we've discussed this. This is one of the the better, especially modern remakes. Oh, it's it's yeah. Um, top top five it, modern remake. It sticks to the, um. What we know and love from Romero's, mm-hmm. but puts a modern twist on it and changes some things up uh, that I really like with the the characters and the dynamic in the um, mall. 
Yeah. There's like the fun parts where they're enjoying themselves and having free range of the free reign of the mall. There's tension between the cat. There's more. Ca- if, I, if there was anything that this one does better than Romero's, there's more character development. Yeah, absolutely. For all the people in the mall. Well, I mean, you got the point where they're like, let's get to the mall. And you're like, all right, here we go. And then you got the security guards who are like, yeah. fuck you. This is our mall. And yeah. like that whole tension. All that tension. Yeah. yeah. They and jump. Oh, God. I'm sorry. The different array of characters. You have your dickheads. You have your lovable characters. You have your comedic characters. Your hero characters. Um, Zack Snyder did a really good job with that. And it, 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 especially in, in 2021, it's hard to believe that Zack Snyder did this. Yeah, James Gunn wrote it. So I mean, yeah. they're two mega directors at this point, like just running the DC and the Marvel universe. And is that why you're saying it's hard to believe? Or yeah, just with and it, well, this is such different direction and scope that he went in. Yeah, um, I was gonna say the one thing they jumped the shark with the damn zombie baby. Yeah, that's a bit much. But that that was like fitting for the time for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. But I don't either. But yeah, the, for I, 2004, it just seemed like oh yeah, 2004. That's the year they would put in a zombie baby. Yeah. I remember having a huge problem with the running zombies. Uh, but after I saw it, I think that's the movie that kind of turned me around on the running zombie because they do it so spectacular spectacularly. That's the movie that turned you around on it. Yeah, because. What I'm thinking when I think of the running zombies, I'm thinking like the horde of, but the whole beginning with the running, like the whole beginning of the movie when she's in the house and the husband gets bit and all that stuff, it makes it a lot more terrifying when it's like a one-on-one. You better gear up for running zombies because (sighs) World War Z is coming up pretty high on the list. Get that shit out of my house. Um, The opening sequence, including the title screen, might be the best opening of any zombie movie. very good. Very good. The Johnny Cash song. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Yeah. There's, Very a, there's a lot of good things in this. There's just a lot of um, really smart um, horror movie stuff for like yeah. a big budget remake. And I really liked uh, um, Anna. Sarah Polly was the actress. Yeah. Well, like, how come she didn't do anything else? I liked her in this a lot. She was in Go before this. That's like a goofy little movie. Yeah, I mean, she was in Splice, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, why didn't the... You like uh, Splice? I don't think I've ever seen Splice. Is that with Adrian Brody? No. No, nah, I don't know what we're talking about then. Um, um, what's his name? The... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, actually, Adrian Brody is in Splice. Sorry, right. sorry. The, uh, the guy that she kind of, like, falls for during all of it. I liked him a lot, too. i never mm. seen him in anything Damn. else. Ving Rhames. You, know, you do say it's Ving Rhames. <laughs> uh, the the gunshot when you watch owner. Undisputed. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we should do a boxing list. Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, boxing not, list would be pretty cool. I'm not cool. against that, actually. That would be fun. Um, Producer, you in on that? Maybe. Wow, the excitement is just... <laughs> <laughs> Go coming, back to bed. Coming through. The uh, the cast is just really good. It's just a really good cast all around. Um, the dad from Modern Family. Yep, yep. Such a dickhole. The guy, this, the head security guard, dude. Uh, like, I love his turnaround when he just becomes like... He's like, so you want to... Build this truck and drive through all these zombies and do this, that, and everything. Yeah, he's like, all right. <laughs> like, he just gets this fuck it attitude. It's great. Yep. It's great. Good call. Yeah, it's good stuff. Where were we? Right. That was number, eight. number seven. Seven coming up. Jeff's, Jeff's pick Dance of the Dead. Not the Toby Hooper Masters of Horror one and not the Robert England 
random movie. Then I haven't seen this one. Really? Okay. 2008. It is, I believe, one of the... 2008, you said? Yeah. Hmm. One of like the 10 films to die for kind of deal, I think, or the After Dark series. I can't remember. Um, so it takes the zombie, John, but it flips it a little bit. Our heroes are a bunch of high school kids that are going to their prom. And the local power plant is basically leaking into the cemetery and raising the dead. Um, everything is, with the characters, I should say, is just stereotypical. They just took everything that has happened in, you know, all the zombie movies prior, bumped it down to high school kids, except they added comedy. So they made it like goofy funny, not like ha-ha funny, but like chuckle funny. Hmm. But it's a super fun movie, and the... The gags are awesome with like the sets up, the setup for the kills and stuff, but the new ideas that they play with because it's kids now instead of you know adults. Um, so like they're not running around with like shotguns and stuff. They're basically, you know, using their their wits to get away until they come across the stereotype. Like, the favorite character in the movie is the the gym teacher who's like an ex-marine or something. So they like run to his house and he's got like the garage arsenal ready to rock. Um, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It sounds cool. <laughs> it sounds a lot like um, just with older kids. Uh, have you seen Cooties? No, I've never heard of that. Um, it couldn't make, the, yeah, it couldn't make the list because it's uh rage virus, nothing zombie at all. Okay. But it's fringe. Um, yeah, if, if you liked this, based on what you describe for this one, if you like that one, you'll like Cooties. It's um, Elijah Wood. Oh, okay. And it's Wood. with kindergarten kids instead of high school kids. Yeah, yeah they, they do some stuff in this movie, though. It's it's fun. Like, you know, we got the slow uh, zombies, not the runners or anything like that. And they're mesmerized by music. So the one set of kids are like in a garage band and they're like practicing. And the zombies are all just standing outside the garage door, like listening and watching them play. And there's just more and more zombies. Like this is happening through like half the movie where they go back to the garage and they're still playing and like, more zombies are there and they're still playing and more zombies are there. And then finally, like the other kids show up with like the car and they're like, Jesus Christ, man, we've been playing for like six hours or whatever he says. Hmm. It's just fun. All right. I dig that. Sorry. I'm sorry you haven't seen it. You should get on that. I will. Hey, I have no problem with. Not seeing a movie, but then just add something for me to watch. Um, producer, I'm going to run out of cards. You should have did that before you started. You want my post-it I have, notes? I have all the cards right yeah, here. Yeah, post-it notes work. I got the cards. I got microphones. I got everything. Oh, that, Jeff's yeah. prepared. I, I got one for this pick. Hey, Vinny, before we start the podcast, you got to grab your shit. Get it <laughs> I got plenty of index cards. The pile seemed bigger. That's what she uh, said. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, what right. number are we doing? Number six. We're waiting on Vinny's number six. Pick. My number six was Dead Snow 2. But I asterisked it for you because I wanted to talk about it. All right. For this one, but I got a good defense. Vinny's number six pick, Wreck. Eh, I'm not mad about it. It's good. At least you didn't say quarantine. Oh, <laughs> I have some talking points about that. Wreck. My only beef with the Wreck is that it's... And it, I don't. I'm not a subtitle hater. Don't get me wrong here. But 
having to read while you're doing all the chaos. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I am a very big advocate for international horror, and I hate when uh, our younger generation is like, oh, I don't want to watch subtitles. Yeah, it's I mean, silly. that's stupid. It, it can be hard, especially during a movie like this where it's so fast-paced and all, the camera's moving all over the place and it's dark, but um, you can't you can't just not... You can't just cut out the entire international horror... Uh, what's the word? That subgenre, but... I don't know. Community? Community oh. of movies and directors because you don't want to read subtitles. Oh. Anyway, so this one's from Spain. Um, 2004, they really cashed in perfect timing to get the elements of found footage and zombie, which mm-hmm. were hot at the time, and mesh them together in the best way possible. Yep. Um, super, super intense, scary moments. Um, the characters were really good, and one of the coolest uh, tidbits of behind-the-scenes stuff, the director um, took the approach where he hired actors that either had a history or what he saw as a skill in improv, because he did not give them complete uh, scripts. No, oh, cool. So they didn't know their feet as characters. Yeah, I and mean, the found, just to jump on that, I'm sorry, the found footage aspect is like a news report. Where this, yeah, they're like trying to find out what's going on with this building, so yeah, they, that makes sense. Like you would want it to seem like natural, right? And yeah. like so, they didn't know how their if their character was going to live, be a hero, be a villain. They didn't know what was going to happen. And um, he said it brought a lot more tension to the set and to their physique and attitude. Uh, I thought that was really cool, but um, yeah, I mean, found footage is not normally. Something that I would get behind. There's very few movies. The ones that do it right do it really well, and this is one of them. Yeah, it's tough to not only do a found footage film, but then slide a zombie movie into it where it like doesn't just seem hokey and shitty. Yeah. And that ending. Ooh. Yeah, that's a great ending. That ending still gives me the chills. Yeah, I saw this because quarantine. Like, I didn't know about it, but like quarantine had come out, and I was like, "Oh, it's a remake." That's the American remake right. a year later. It's a remake of this movie called Wreck, and I was like, "Oh, it's a Spanish movie. I'm never gonna get to see it." Because at the time, like, what was it oh four? You said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, like the movie finding was hard for a yeah, while." Yeah, we had to search, but it ended up being on YouTube. It's one of the I'll never forget. There's two movies I watched on YouTube, and I was like shocked that I watched them on YouTube. This and Solo. Hmm. Yeah, Solo. Actually, I think I might have watched this on YouTube. Yeah. I think that was the only way we could watch it back Maybe. Then. It must have been. Because I didn't know about it um, until quarantine either. I saw quarantine, and I was like, bam, like whatever. Yeah. And then I heard it was based on Wreck, and Wreck is just leaps and bounds better. I think I did watch it on YouTube, it was, and I was like, yeah, this is what I was much better. Was, so I'd seen the quarantine you know, commercials trailer, so I'm watching Wreck, and the end happens. And you're like, Oh, there's no reason to see quarantine because they show the whole fucking end in the trailer. <laughs> what quarantine did? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, where she gets pulled down. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's like, I mean, just that, yeah. that was just poor, poor, yeah. poor, poor. You yeah. like the Rex sequels? I don't think I watched any of them. I might have watched the second one, but don't remember it if I did. The second one was much more grounded and in line with the first one. The third and fourth one just get ridiculous, but in a fun way. Like, well, um, like I think it's no too ridiculous. Not not that ridiculous. <laughs> but the third one, I think, is, uh, is the third one or the fourth. No, the third one takes place at an airport. So you have all the wreck 
zombie shenanigans happening but oh okay I like at that an airport idea. which is pretty cool because then you have the planes and all that stuff going on the fourth one takes place at a wedding which it's which a little, is, yeah, yeah was just wild it's really uh narrowing it down there yeah all right the number five pick this is Vinny. uh excuse me this is jeff's pick uh train to busan yes sir i got it right keeping it international that was my next pick oh, all right so i mean you mentioned world war z earlier i think this blows that out of the water world war z's trash i was only kidding oh i thought you were dead well you brought up war of the worlds before so i can't i love war of the Worlds. never know with you uh train to busan man edge of your seat thrill ride right yeah. there jiminy crickets what i thought was going to be like some little like slow paced korean film <laughs> really really uh shit on my it, it is super edge of your seat yeah every 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 part about this the human zombie interaction the human human interaction it's just like nerve-wracking yeah like the I, rich and, people hate the poor people like every yeah. the class and stuff then oh. the like um all the different like walks of life that you would see in real life on this train with like you said the rich and the poor yeah. and the the beaten down dad who's like not a good dad yeah he's like a work workaholic yeah and just like tries Alexis to buy his daughter, daughter away yeah. and um yeah there's just so much good stuff like to have all those elements come together with like the action and, and the thrills and the characters like mm-hmm. good stuff and then you get the um which doesn't happen a whole lot in zombie movies from the perspective you're watching it from but in this movie like the army knows what's going on like they're ready to rock they're like we're holding it down get to this station we'll be there to like save you nah like the army get like the the army is zombies by the time they get there now they're dealing with that it's the fast crazy horde of zombies like i said just thrill ride Um, very depressing ending yeah that's what i was getting uh the ending is so you get like the lowest of low like the homeless dude essentially ends up sacrificing himself kind of to save this little girl and it's a pregnant lady so they get to i forget exactly where they said a dam a dam or Um, a mine or something like that i don't think it was a dam i can't recall but they get to this place where they're like this is where we can find refuge so as they're walking, you're getting, like, the POV of, like, army snipers ready to take them out because they're just, like, shoot-to-kill zombies. That's what they're struggling to survive now. And, like, they're, the little girl's holding this girl's hand. They're walking. This dude's, like, it's, like, I don't know. It's a solid, like, ten minutes of this, right? Like, it's it's drawn out, but it's just, like, oh, my God. Like, they went through all this stuff, and they're about to get shot by the army, like, Night of Living Dead style. And then this little girl starts singing this song that was kind of the kickstarter for the movie because she's singing the song at like a recital and like has a stage fright thing and that's why the dad's bringing her back to her mom and then that's why they're on the train um but like the dude's cocked but he's like about to pull the trigger and they, they realize they're human and like they run out and take them in and then it's just like a yeah <laughs> moment like i, I, I thought for sure yeah so did i yeah. i was like i don't i, I was like oh they're gonna go I was there. like, i can't handle this they're right gonna now. go there um yeah i love this one it's uh it's such a good rewatchable um which like not all zombie movies are good rewatchables yeah some of them i mean actually probably a lot of them are one yeah. and done yeah um this has got a prequel that came out and i think a sequel on the way 
The prequel is the cartoon, though, right? Yeah, same director. Um, this director, his whole career has been anime other than this movie. Oh, wow. Um, so so I think it was a year after this came out, he did the animated prequel, uh, which was good. And then the sequel, Peninsula, just came out. Oh, it did come out. Yeah, a few months ago. I have not watched it because it's getting torn apart. Really? Apparently, it's hard to recapture something like this. That's the thing. Like it, it, it just it lost all of its charm and hasn't recaptured the feeling and thrills of the first one because they went large scale. So yeah. now, like, you know, Korea's overrun and it's the whole thing with like compounds where they're trying to. Yeah, and I think another part of this was the World War Z thing kind of uh, rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, and this came and like almost did that idea better. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, World War Z is fine. Like it, it it's wasn't even th- thought about being on my list. Even if we did the top twenty with a guest, it would not even yeah, came close to my list. It's fine for like a blockbuster Brad Pitt movie, but nah. I do like that Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's in Cutting Class. It's his first starring role. Mm-hmm. I think he's like nineteen or twenty in it. Man, that's such a fun movie. Go see it. Pick it up. Uh, I think it's streaming think on Prime. I not not to get off the the actual list, but. Cutting class on Prime. Check it out. I dig that pick. Now you kind of messed me up. Well, we're we're getting there, man. So we're, now we're in top five, huh? Yeah, we're in. We're in right. Stan Pat territory as far as I'm concerned. I'm going for it. Here we go. God, if it's. Ugh, I'm worried. Should be. I'm not upset about anything that hasn't made my list so far because, like I said, I kind of went the route of around so the world, through the eras, uh, and then the one the one sketch one, the one that I was like, yeah, it's an iffy one. That didn't get on there, and I'm not mad about it because now I don't have to explain myself. Hmm. He's standing. He's delivering. It's in the hand. It's official. All right. Vinny's pick, number four, 28 days later. Son of a bitch. I knew he was going to put now, this up there. with your little text message about doing this episode, I forget what you said. Uh, you, so we realized we weren't going to have the guests, and you texted me, and we're like, all right, top 10 zombie movies, me and you, and don't bring that 28 days later bullshit. I was like, so wait, what? You said what I want to say earlier while you did include a movie, The Rage Virus. It, they're not but zombies. They're dead. They're dead. I, I know. It's just hard. Is the Rage Virus... So something like, um, oh God, what's the bad titles? The other, the Romero one. That's <laughs> you not. know the other one with the thing and the, the, the no Romero. That's not zombies. Uh, Bruiser? No. Um, Night Riders? No. There's always Vanilla. They made a remake. <laughs> Actually, the remake was the Crazies. Uh, the Crazies. Yeah. I love fucking with you. So they're not <laughs> dead. That's just straight rage virus. Well, it's not really rage virus. It's like government experiment shit. But it's still rage. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm just. Trying to be a dick. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, this one, they're dead, and they reanimate, so that, to me, is zombies. Here's why I don't like this movie. It has nothing to do with the rage virus, to be honest. It is fucking mean. It's it is mean. a mean it's movie. It's very mean. And it's hard to watch. But if you put yourself in that confusing... There's fucking zombies, and the apocalypse is happening. You just got out of the to, hospital. You're trying to... Well, it's not just him. All the characters are just mean to each other. No, I'm saying him. Like it's just like, uh, yeah, and he walked out of the house. Like that, like that scene, like that's a beautifully shot scene. Oh with, yeah, uh, and that's not even a a uh, here's a little off the 
the uh, pages fact, that isn't like a we shut down this part of the city. They just got up at like 5 a.m. when the sun was coming up, went and shot downtown yeah. England and just happened to catch no traffic and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's some cool uh, behind-the-scenes stuff with that, like how the, they had the police involved trying to stop traffic to buy them a few minutes, and then like they would get... I think it was uh, one of the bridge scenes where the police like stopped traffic for just like a couple of minutes and like this is your window and they only shot two minutes of footage and used it because that's all they got. Oh, that's wild. Um, the um, I like how like the flashback scenes were shot on um, super eight millimeter. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of this cool yeah. craftsmanship that went into it. Um, this kind of on a mainstream level re- or uh, introduced the fast zombies. Um, it's great, and the sequel is great, and I wouldn't mind seeing a third one. I guess at that point you have to go super apocalypse. Yeah, I don't remember or some I, kind of recovery or something. I've it, seen Twenty Eight Weeks. I can't recall much of it, but I've seen it. It was also mean. Yeah, that's that's hard, man. That's like that uh, that Day of the Dead. Just like shit on your day. Don't expect to have a good day if you've watched this movie like watch it oh, it's a it's a downer <laughs> just the whole like the army guys um isn't there like a the bird like get the the the, the bird drops its saliva or something in the dude's mm-hmm. eye like it's just there's weird stuff happening. Yep. Uh, and then yeah they go bonkers from the rage virus and that ain't helping things and um danny boyle as a director like he's he's just great yeah, not, not bad one Cillian um, Murphy is an actor, not a not a bad call either. Yeah, yeah, like this this was his his start, right? Yep. Yeah, Cillian Murphy, yeah, then Danny Boyle. Like, I just love the imagery he uses. Um, we've talked about it before, but I still think Sunshine is one of the best space horror movies ever. Danny Boyle's the man, and he really made a mark <laughs> on the long legacy of zombie movies. He made a strong mark on it with. 28 days and 28 weeks. I dig it. Man. I'm not trying to fight me on that, other uh, than your disappointment. It's just... So if you had money in the bank, would you, just, would you have done it right now? Yeah, probably. What was that? Four? Five. That was five? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, yeah, just to get something else in. Because now, as I'm looking down my sheet, it's a... Uh, Something very important might not get on the list. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. I'm not I sure could, I'm, gonna, I'm even going to use mine. I was going to say it would be a selfish money in the bank. I mean, which is what the point of having money in the bank is. But like, I mean, think about all the wrestlers that use money in the bank. No, I know they were all. Yeah, selfish. I just I think about like how I didn't use it on War of the Worlds, and I should have, and then I ended up having to use it on like Independence Day. I tell your heartstrings a little bit. Yeah, War of the Worlds deserved that so much more than Independence Day. Yeah, but like the way you were talking about, you're just so passionate, and I had that little moment of weakness where I could have handed it in. You schoolboy me, and I lose my contract. You weren't able to cash in. Yeah, and now you're uh, Seamus. Yeah. No, uh, who was the best one? Damian Sandow. Oh man. So that was five, huh? Uh -huh. Ah, shit. So I get, what do I get? Four. Four and two, your last two picks. No, I was supposed to get one. See, we fucked it up. Did we? Yeah. 
How'd that happen? Because we can't do math. Because <laughs> you did math really fast, Vinny. You knew it was going to happen. Wait. You sure that was five? Jeff, you pick three. Vinny picks two, and you pick one. We're on number three, guys. We are? Oh, that was four. It's good I'm here. Oh, Jesus. That was four. Okay, okay, okay. Uh. okay. God, we are... Uh, Glad I uh, left you guys in suspense there a, for a moment. Holy We're shit. a special kind of frittata. I was like, how did that happen? Yeah, so did I. I was like, we were so confident we had it right. <laughs> man, every week we do this. It's oh, good man. you have a producer. Special kind of frittata. All right, so this is three coming up. Yeah, three. This is a tough one. I got to do it. I got to... What are you doing? There's a there's one that's gonna get left off the list now. I'm pretty confident, and it's kind of. I'm gonna like, money the bank your number one pick. You can't. You can't do number one. Go, I'm, I'm gonna go full heel. Whatever. All right, number three, not number four, <laughs> which is Jeff's pick. Number three, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Look at you looking at. He's, he's thinking about it. You can see the way he's flipping his hair around. <laughs> All right. Do your. No, oh, it's Return of the Living Dead. It's one of my favorites ever that's not a George Romero movie. Um, I mean, it's just a big-ass 80s party movie, essentially. It's got a lot of fun music, a lot of fun characters. Uh, Clue Gallagher and Don Kaffa are my two favorites, the mortician and the guy that owns the medical warehouse. And their fucking names are Bert and Ernie in the movie. Like, how, who, who did that and why? And how clever was that? It's hilarious. Uh, their relationship's just really fun. Um you know, it's not your typical zombie because at this point we're in the 80s and you're used to, like, the flesh-eating undead. This is toxic chemical army shit unleashed and turns two living people into zombies. But it also wakes up a bunch of dead things. And you get... Which is very weird. Yeah, but is it a zombie, though? Huh? Is Tar Man a zombie? Or is Ooh, he just, I never thought of that. Or yeah. is it, he's just a monster? Because he's in the barrel. No, he is because he is the result of the gas. Okay. So they trap him in the bottle. Okay. But this is, So this one's weird because it introduces talking zombies. Yeah. Which is like which not, not really probably been. Shouldn't have been yeah, not happened before, and I don't think it's happened since, really. <laughs> or should it happen again? Yeah. Um, well, bub. But, I mean, these are straight up, like, full conversations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it is the very first time that the zombies are only interested in brains. Yes. Um, but it's brains. just, it's so fun. There's not like, it's takes place July 3rd, 1985 or 84. So it's like the perfect, like, oh, it's 4th of July tomorrow. Better pop on Return of the Living Dead. So it's got its own little holiday thing you can do with it. Yeah, you got to double feature it with uh, Jaws. What's that movie about? I'm getting death stares right now. Um, it was a joke. It was a joke about Jaws. Jaws. Poor joke. It was not good. Um, but, I mean, there's just there's so much goofiness, goodness going on. And if you want to shit on it, go ahead and shit on it. Because I already talked about what I want to talk about. <laughs> so, this is number three? Uh-huh. All right. However. No, no, you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to money in the bank you. Yeah, I figured as much. Um, for a film that is of equal caliber, very much in the same... Uh, 
horror comedy. Yeah, like very, very. They, they go hand in hand. Okay, but I just like this one better. I think it's more. It's definitely more of a zombie movie. I like Return of the Living Dead. Love me some Tar Man, but I have the money to bring power. I don't want to go to waste, and I think this one's better. And I don't even think you will disagree that much. You can announce it. It's yours to announce. It's it's your money in the bank contract. I keep the producer busy or I'll fall asleep. I might, right. e- I might even thank you for picking this one because this was I had a struggle with, but I picked return because wearing the shirt. <laughs> wearing the shirt. All right. So Money in the Bank, the new number three for Vinny, Fulci's Zombie. Ooh. So this is funny you put that there. It's not a comedy. I don't know why you think it's a comedy. <laughs> well, because you kind of just laugh at it. Oh. I mean, when it's a shark fighting a zombie. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. So I can announce this now. My number three on my list is Shaun of the Dead. Which I'm surprised didn't come up. I think is a little bit overrated. Ooh, we'll get into that in the honorable mentions. My number four is Zombie, a.k.a. Zombie 2, a.k.a. Dawn of the Night of the Living Dead, or whatever the 90th title is. Wait, so then we're in... 4, 3, and 2 are Zombie, Shaun of the Dead, and Return of the Living Dead. Okay, okay. But it's funny that you picked Zombie, but good. Continue. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, so this one going with my all over the world this is Italian, Fulci. It, uh, like Jeff mentioned, it was uh, marketed and played in Italy as Zombie 2 under the belief that it was a Dawn of the Dead uh, sequel, which Fulci had no idea it was going to be marketed that way. He had no intention for that. It is not in any way a Dawn of the Dead uh, sequel. He was very, very happy that in America it was marketed as Zombie, like he intended. And this one is like another one that's unique. It's uh, Zombies in Paradise. (laughs) Which is a really I mean, cool... I guess if you want to say... Well, not paradise, uh, but in a jungle. Yeah, so in a jungle. A jungle. Um, hot weather zombies are just even more gross and goopy yeah. and have other elements that you can work into it. The zombie versus shark thing is one of the coolest things to ever happen. Probably the best thing to ever happen in a zombie movie. It, unbelievable. And the behind the scenes for that... So they didn't have CGI. They didn't have um, any way of... You know the budget to to make a Bruce the shark in Jaws, so they used a real fucking tiger shark. They let some guy free dive with it. Yeah, and the the tr- they call it a trainer. You don't you don't have a trainer for a shark. The shark wrangler that was controlling this shark was like, oh, I'll just uh, feed it a lot and give it some sedatives, and we should be able to go ahead and film this. <laughs> like that is so badass and unbelievable, and something that we'll never ever see again. Um. A true staple on cinema history. Uh, I love the way the zombies look. They're gross. Yes. Um, Just decayed. Yeah, and they're based on, like we mentioned before, uh, the voodoo mm-hmm. zombie. Like They're not like the blue eyes closed looking down like zombie that we're all used to. Like Much more goopy, eyes open, aware. Um, I love this one. It, yeah. the, the, and the rewatchable factor. Like... Every, I like I like year. Return of Living once, Dead. Once a year for this. Exactly. I mean, return once a year. Sean once a year. This once a year. You do Sean sure. once a year? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get into that. Okay. But um, 
I just love this one. I just wanted to make sure it was represented. No. Even, uh, it was, it's that. easily, again, we keep going back to if we did the top 20 thing. If we did the top 20, it would still be in the top five for me. Yeah. And I love this movie. I agree with you. Um, the The kills, I mean, it's not like super gory, but it's gory. But, I mean, the infamous splinter to the eye, mm-hmm. like that, they don't cut away. That is mm-hmm. full on broken door splinter into the eye Ugh, then the yeah. after shot Gross. of the splinter just in the eye yeah oh it's nasty it's nasty the um one of the more, more brilliant shots of the movie is the end with the zombies walking over the footbridge in new york just into the city like i don't know how he got that done it's he, he couldn't have gotten permits for that they're all like i don't think it's the brooklyn bridge it's it's a bridge though that it was um, one of the big arching bridges, and they're just oh my god! I forgot the name of the bridge. Moseying along the uh, the walking path, just into the city, and that's the end. Like that's the the movie's kind of weird. Like if you've never seen it, it's split into like two two parts. The beginning is they find a boat in the New York Harbor with a dead body on it. Everyone comes to police and reporters all show up, and then it kind of flips to. Um, the story of these people going to look for this girl's father and then you get the whole jungle thing and we go back to New York at the end Yeah, and it's like full blown zombie apocalypse at that point but can't like really not, the not a not a lot of zombies it's like eight zombies just walking down the bridge it is a real New York bridge oh yeah um, it's, it's, it's a great know the name of it I think it's one of the I, I say smaller bridge like it's not like a wood covered bridge in a rural area but like no. One of the smaller New York I mean, City bridges. You can bridges. see the Twin Towers. I think the it's shot. the one that connects um, the Bronx and Queens. I used to drive them all the time. I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, no, no, it's a great shot. It's yeah. a great shot. Um, yeah, I, I mean it's Fulci, I love that dude. One. I love Fulci. This is a uh, Zombie Two in Italy. So Zombie was Dawn of the Dead in Italy, mm-hmm. and then there's Zombie Three. And four, which they start to make a decline. Yeah, I don't. They're not all Fulci either. They start yeah. to take on different directors, and they some of them I don't even think have zombies in them. Oh really? Yeah, I think like the I don't last. Think I, saw, I don't think I saw four. I zombie three and four like three from, was fine, but they're more of that um <sighs> sleazy kind of Italian. Like you ever see Burial Ground? No, and it's just like tits. And really bad shooting, and it's like they linger on shots and bad makeup, and it's the one with well, the. We've been down that road. It's the one with the, uh, the grown, forty-year-old man that has dwarfism, but he plays like a ten-year-old boy in it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought that was good money in the bank. That was good money in the bank. I enjoyed it. Not All often right. do you enjoy getting your dream shattered, but yeah, in this case. So Vinny, you're up again. Yeah, another pick for for you, Vinny. Do I ruin your night or my, be nice? My night's been ruined since I ate that sandwich. I just <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, while Vinny's thinking, I, I mean, hold on. Do I know what your number one is? Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I will not ruin your night. I mean, look, if you do what you want to do, you're only hurting everybody else. I'll put it that way. Listen, like I said, my number one. In- and two are rock solid. Both movies need to be one or two. All right, it's fine. But they're interchangeable, and I love you. I know what your number one is. 
I know what your I'm, number one is. So. I'm fine with my number one being number two because they go hand in hand as the right. best two zombie movies ever freaking made. Right. Well, while Vinny's writing, not thinking anymore, just writing, um, please, if you can, get some bad blood. Pick a fight with us. God damn. We just we we were waiting for these. We got a couple, and then it just kind of stopped. Um, well, we got to do better about posting. Yeah. Well, you have to do it because you run the Instagram. <laughs> but if you got a gripe, well, you do it. if you got a gripe, you go on the Instagram. You find me at nl cipher nl c y p h e r, and you say, "Dude, fuck you!" And not putting Shaun of the Dead on the list, or something like that. Or you can go to at Killer Pod Matter Space, or you can go to at Cinema of Hops, and you can tell him the same thing. Or you can tell all three of us. Or if you're really crazy, you can slide in the DMs and you can say it there. Send slide in the DMs. <laughs> send some photos. ASL. Let's go. Um, remember that shit? AOL. Yeah. <laughs> Age, sex, location. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my God! I forgot what they. Sixteen. Is. Philly. Male. Yeah. <laughs> Putting up statuses. But no, we uh, we are really wanting to do another bad blood. Um, get them in. Anything you have to say, you know, let it let us know. We're always here for it. We could use some list ideas. We could use some funny memes. Whatever you got for us, we would like to hear them via the Instagram. Just degrade us. Yeah. We're fine with that. Just degrade Vinny. Say say funny things about his his hair. He loves his hair. Needs, needs a good cut. Yeah, I need some conditioning done to mine. <laughs> <laughs> We're digressing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Vinny. Vinny's number two. number two pick, Day of the Dead. Yeah, that's your number one, right? Yeah. 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 Another mean, mean movie. But so good. Very good. This movie shouldn't be rewatchable, but it's so rewatchable for me. I love it. It's insanely good. The, the kills and the effects um, are are so gross, especially for the time. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, I don't even know what to say. Like, I mean, it, it's... There's the, a lot to be said about it, but, I mean, it's... I don't understand. So, it looks like, um, not as dramatically, it's kind of like Halloween 3. Upon release and early on, it had a lot, a lot of hate. Yeah. And people are coming around on it and is getting a little bit of a modern cult following. Yeah, it's easy to see the hate. Um, it's not. See, I don't, I don't see where it's easy. I, I can't find anything to hate about this well, movie. Well, look, when we get into my number one, we can compare and contrast. But it's not, it is not an easily digested movie. If you paid money to go see this in the theater thinking you were going to see the Dawn of the Dead sequel... You got well. You got uh, more than you bargained for. I'll play that. But they play off each other. They're very, the attitude and the the yeah environment of these movies are drastically different. But you got to figure the the time they're taking place in. Dawn was a little bit earlier on in the zombie apocalypse. Day is later. It's becoming less hopeful. Right. Less people. They're bunkered down in below ground military bunkers doing awful fucked up research. Like things are are fucked. Like it's not good. Man, why People are they in Florida? What was the the choice there with going to Florida? Cheap. Is that what it was? Maybe. Uh-huh. 
Maybe George, everything else is in Pittsburgh. It's maybe George like wanted to be warm. Yeah, it's possible. He's got a little money now. Let's go to Florida. Got that cool gator scene. Um, but I, I love the mean spirit and spiritedness of it. I love the interactions between the military group and the science group, Ugh. and mainly just Bub as his own thing and the gore are just the incredible. gore is in great. Yeah, like. I guess it's hard to say like something so violent and bloody could be beautiful and art, but he does it in this. Yeah. Oh, they nail it. It's a uh, the you know disembowelings the gunshots to the head. Like everything is done just so. Cause it's like a magic show. As Savini always says, it's like a magic show. Like yeah, how, how they do what, that? That's exactly what it is. How they do that? Um, what is R- it? What's Rhodes? That's like I said. Rhodes. Like Ch- choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so fucking good, and then um, all the deaths that happen at the um, the fence that that cage off the zombies down in the basement, right? Like all that dis- disembowelment, like with the security guards. Oh yeah, the the, 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 the fat the, awful the dopey guy. guards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So good. Like I, yeah. I really love it. It is and the fact that they made it that remake in 2018, and couldn't even get. A fraction of it right is just... I've never seen it. That's the... Con- contagion? No, Bloodline. Oh, Bloodline. I had to turn it off. It was an abomination. <laughs> like, I never... Like, I, I really try hard not to bash... Completely bash movies and directors. Because they have their own artistic spin and their own thing they're doing. But, like... No. like That, that one was just... Atrocious. Like you didn't get a, a, a anything right on that. No, I mean, they. I think they remade it. Like, well, I don't know if they're remakes or sequels, but there's two or three of them. The Day of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. Bloodline being the newest. Yeah, it's it's a. But there's a lot to live up a, to if you're gonna a, use that name. As a one-two punch, um, I kind of see Night separate from the trilogy. Yeah, same. But um. Dawn and Day being a one-two punch double feature is just great to me. I had so much fun on that Christmas. That was like, I know we talked great. about it, but I yeah. I really enjoyed that. Like I'll never forget that day. Just all the the fun and the feelings I had watching all three in a theater back to back to back um, yeah. with yeah. you and Joe having the cool lunch, going to get the snacks. Like that whole day. Like that's the kind of shit I love. Yeah, that no, was it was super like that, fun. That's why that's why movies exist. That was seeing it there was actually the the one that kind of like turned me around. I was like, all right, you know, it it gets its due. Like it deserves more because I always remember it as just like the mean movie. Like um, th- there's no reason to watch this, and then seeing it again like with the effects and the story and just like uh, all right, it's it's. I think my high energy good. and love for it rubbed off on you. Yeah, I mean, it's a good bub, you know, bub and his walk, man. Never forget. <laughs> oh, and then the oh the disemboweled body like on the table that Doctor Frankenstein's like experiment. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff in it. A lot of good effects. But it is no. It's time for number one. Number one. There's no argument. You over there playing with your phone. It's time to announce number one. I forgot you gave me the yeah, number one already. A while ago. I'm usually ahead on that. Yeah. Uh, Jeff's number one pick, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, and a shocking revelation. Uh, who would have guessed? Yeah, who would have known? Only like my favorite horror movie of all time. So, 
opposite of Day of the Dead, you know? Day of the Dead, grim and, like, sad. and Dawn of the Dead is upbeat, colorful. It's like a giant comic book unfolding on the screen. Bright red blood. The gore is the complete opposite. Whereas Day is, like, realistic and gritty. Dawn is just, like, bright red blood and, like, heads like just getting chopped and, off. Yeah. <laughs> like, not, like... Heads getting chopped off graphically, like almost comically getting chopped off and people getting their arms ripped off in blood pressure machines and stuff like that. Just goofy shit. Um, but like Day of the Dead, establishes great characters, great relationships between the characters, um, as opposed to locking themselves in this like mine or whatever the hell it is in Day. Now we're in a mall. We're in back. what well, back then is almost a new phenomenon. This indoor shopping palace where you can get anything you want, any time of the day. You go in there. You need clothes? Right there. You need, I don't know, guns? Right there. You need giant bread and cheeses? It's all right there. So the mall is like a new thing, and that's the whole gist of the movie. It's a social commentary on consumerism. The characters are some of my favorite um ken furry's character is probably my favorite character of maybe all time um like he's calm cool collective at all times he's got the situation under control (laughs) he's they get in the mall like you go through this uh pretty cool sequence of them like making the mall their home like they take like this old uh not old but it's like a storage room and they make it like an apartment and they make it all cool but like even while they're doing this ken free is like well we gotta seal off this door so people don't know it's here if they ever show up and like he's just always ahead ahead and then you have definitely my, my favorite part of the movie them making the mall their home yeah uh, just ken free yeah general. ken free is awesome i mean he's great um, the ceiling of the mall, the zombie hunt. Like, it's just fun. There's never... You never, after the first act, feel that they're in danger until the raid at the end. The only thing they're in danger of from the middle... Or, I'm sorry, the beginning... The first act to the third act, they're in danger of um, themselves. They're just slowly becoming in, like intolerable of each other. The um, Flyboy and um, Francine, like that's his girl. She's pregnant and she's like advancing in the stages of pregnancy as the movie's going along, and they can't even stand each other by the end. Um, she's like, they're <laughs> excuse me. They're waiting or hoping at least for like a TV or radio announcement or something. Shit hasn't happened in like weeks or months or whatever, but he keeps turning that TV on every night and she just gets up and turns it off behind him. And then she get, he gets up and turns it right back on. It's just this really, this crappy sense of complacency that they develop, but at the same time, they're stuck because they have, they can't leave the the home that they've built. And Savini's effects, I mean, come on. Always. Yeah. Now, I like how um, um, Savini later on said, 
he's kind of embarrassed about how he chose the, yeah, the gray. super red blood and the blue zombies. <laughs> well, he tried to make the zombies look gray since Knight was in black and white and he wouldn't know the color of them. But then it came out blue in the film. No, but it works. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, so I dig I mean. it. Like everything works about this movie. Um, one of my favorite little tidbits on this one is um, Argento's involvement. As a, uh, uh, he's not really a producer, right? He sort of produced it for the European release. But he's like a backer, like backer, yeah, yeah, yeah for the European release. But um, when George Romero was writing it, um, Argento was just a big fan of uh, Night of the Living Dead and his uh, other movies before Dawn, and invited him out to Tuscany, or I mean not Tuscany, to uh, Rome to write and be distraction-free. And Romero took him up on it and knocked out Dawn of the Dead in like three weeks out yeah. in Rome with I mean, Argento like proofreading. How fucking awesome yeah, is that? Yeah, wow. That's, like, that's, that's crazy. Rough. I got this uh, great Italian director yeah. to proofread my draft. Um, yeah, just great stuff. Yeah. Um, going into that kind of behind-the-scenes stuff, they filmed in the mall overnights in mid late november so part of what they had to do every night not only did they have to clean up any messes they made but the mall was decorated for christmas so every night before they shot they had to take all the christmas decorations down shoot and then put them all back up that sounds miserable yeah plus it's it's one thing to start your shift like taking them down but then filming and like all right well like we're done oh wait no we're not done no i had to put all the damn Shit back up. They must have hated Christmas that year. Yeah. Uh, Monroeville Mall, still standing in um, right outside of Pittsburgh in Monroeville. It's um, I think there's a plaque in there now. I think they didn't acknowledge it for a long time. I think there's a plaque outside, like a, a big one. Yeah. I've been outside. I never, I never went in. I've been outside of it. Um, I think they were doing it tours, too, for a little bit, like once or twice a year where they were when the mall would close, they'd do like a little tour. I mean, nothing's the same. They would just take you to like where, oh, this happened here and this was here. I would love to do that. That'd oh, it'd be, cool. be super fun. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a Living Dead Museum out in western PA somewhere. Um, same kind of deal where they just have like memorabilia. And I think. Well, let's take a trip out there. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Because um, I always wanted to go to the uh, Pirates but, Ballpark, too. Yeah, that's where I was at when I went to... I saw Philly's Pirates 4th of July. Is it as beautiful as they say? It's really nice. Yeah. And it's super... Well, it was super cheap because they sucked. So I was getting, like, giant beers for, like, five bucks. Because <laughs> they're just trying to, like, get people into the park. Um, Yeah, what's that called? Living Dead Weekend? They started doing a con out there. I don't know if, if it died with all this or whatnot. But it was out in, like, the Pittsburgh area. Hmm. Um, There might be some sort of festival to out by where that museum is i can't recall all of it but the biggest pain in the ass with this movie is it is impossible to see on 35 millimeter yeah, yeah. sucks because the guy who owns it decided it would be really smart to transfer it to 3d and then took a decade to do that and nobody cares about 3d anymore so nobody got to show the 35 millimeter as that like became a thing again and now we're all just sitting around with a I would 3D love to see cut that nobody cares about. They showed it one night before 
the Halloween before this, so 2019, October, they showed it twice at the IMAX in Pittsburgh. I don't care about seeing it in 3D. And now they got that sweet... It's not even meant for 3D. No, but they got that sweet uh, UK Blu-ray release that just came out, too. Yeah. My favorite of all time. Very great movie. I can't argue. It's as long as it's Dawn and Day as the top two. Yeah, I can live with that. This is the most we've agreed or been friendly on a list ever. Yeah, it was a tough, tough list. Like I said... Well, I guess guess Arnold. Arnold, too. Yeah. We... There's a lot with the zombie genre that is tough. Like, for me, I think what makes a good zombie movie is it's got to be lighthearted. There's got to be some comedy. If you play it too straight, I think it doesn't work. For the most part. I mean, people have done it. But I think all around, you know, there's hundreds of zombie movies. And there's maybe 25 that people care about. Yeah, like it as a whole, like yeah, not, not and not even that twenty five is stretching it into like horror nerds care about yeah. not the mainstream people. Yeah, I mean everyone's gonna have their own little personal favorites, but I mean like as a whole. So I mean to start off like honorable mentions, right? Shaun of the Dead. You think it's overrated? Well, okay, um, that's the wrong word. So I appreciate the movie. I still get laughs out of it um, every time I watch it. Especially the the father son dynamic with yeah. them, it, it's just hilarious. Yeah, Bill Nye, great actor. Yeah, but for some reason, it's just not a. Uh, for me, it's just not a frequent rewatchable. You said you watch it once a year. Yeah, I love it. It's a. It's just very fun, very clever. There's a lot of inside baseball, like like jokes that you would only get if you are a fan of the genre. Like, where does he work? Fury, uh, Fury Electric, yeah, Fury, you know, like, uh, stay put, we're coming to get you, Barbara, like, Night of the Living Dead, like, there's just shit like that the whole movie through that it's fun to pick up on and and like you get a little yeah to yeah that part's fun. I don't know, it just doesn't get a yearly rewatch for me. Hey man, I mean it it falls into the international too. It's from England, so true. You could have kept it international. Well, no. I hit on. Uh, America, Italy, Spain, and South Korea. That's not yeah. bad. Well, let me take you to another. I don't remember if it's Korean or Japanese. or It's Asian. One cut of the dead. Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Very fun. Yeah. I, I couldn't. A lot of inside baseball in that one, yeah, too. Yeah. I couldn't bring myself to put it on. I wanted to. I wanted to put it like nine. It's not really a zombie movie. <laughs> Right, they're filming it. Yeah, they, it's like it's a movie about making a movie about making a movie. Like yeah. it's it's very fun. It's so, it's so it's one movie in three parts. Is it Vietnamese? I'm not sure. But, I don't remember now. But it's so fun. It's on Shutter or it was on Shutter. Check it out. Um, it's super clever, and I don't think it's that long either. I think it's only like an hour. Yeah, like hour ten, maybe yeah. hour fifteen. But it's um, super yeah, very clever. fun watch. If you're if you're a fringe horror fan and you're just listening to this show because you like our charm and voices you may not dig it but if you are a, a hardcore horror fan definitely check this out because it is right up our alley yes good you drop one give me one let me throw uh, i mean i got a, i got a whole another list of honorable mentions so let me throw reanimator at you i have that on mine 
Now, this was number three on my list. Oh, wow. But I had to make some adjustments. Yeah, I couldn't include it. Um, so with my list, like I was saying, I, I made some rules for myself. I only allowed myself one Romero movie because it was just too hard. I wanted to keep it through the era, the eras of zombies. I wanted, I wanted to get some voodoo zombies in there. I wanted to get some fun zombies in there. And I wanted to keep it international because I think it's one of those things like it just it found its way around the world and people have done it really good in different different mm-hmm. places. For sure. I mean, you don't see that with like the slashers. There's not a Czechoslovakian Michael Myers that, you know, it's like Canada and the U.S. and Italy to an extent. But, you know, that's more of a job. That's different. Thing. It's more like um, detective. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Reanimator. God, I love that movie. It's fun. It's uh, it's a fun watch. It's got the good comedy, way over the top gore. Super over the top. Um, Super over the top. It, but in the best fun kind of way. Cat's dead. Details later. Um, <laughs> uh, such good stuff. I I love Jeffrey Combs in this. Um, Stuart Gordon. I don't know why he. He made a Castle Freak, and I think that was about it. That was the end for him. He made Space Truckers, which I enjoyed. Did he? With yeah. Dennis Hopper? Uh-huh. Ooh. Woof. I enjoy that one. <laughs> I like that, that one. That one's got like some nostalgia for me. Yeah. I think, what, what was that? We we talked about Castle Freak a couple episodes back, and it was just like, yeah, I was not expecting this for but a How Stuart can he Gordon. make such a good movie but not be able to do it again? <sighs> so, I mean, that's... I sometimes people it's the catch, story. I mean, it's not like bio. he didn't write Reanimator. Like, yeah. You know, it's a Lovecraft kind Lovecraft, of thing. Lovecraft, but he took it in such a different Lovecraft yeah. direction. It's not Lovecraftian at all. Yeah. I have to get historical because I'm that dude. I have to give love to White Zombie, which is like the first zombie movie ever. Uh, it's funny because it's kind of just Dracula. <laughs> yeah, that's why it wouldn't make my it's, list. It's Bela Lugosi. It's Dracula. It's um, I think the difference is it's got like more stakes to it because like dracula you know the story it's been around forever like white yeah Zombie this was, was like the difference they tried yeah. to so the stakes this wasn't all that different but and, it was, and uh it was just beautiful like it's haunting and like beautiful uh much like the other one i'm about to talk about and it had this romantic storyline much like i walked with a zombie which is the voodoo zombie. My favorite of the, if you want to call it classical okay. first zombies. I mean, that's, yeah, that's fair. It's a Val Luton joint, one of my favorite producers, RKO. Um, it's the the old Haitian voodoo zombie. Um, <clears throat> there's a love story going on. There's uh, Tom Conway, who's in The Seventh Victim, and uh, the cat people, like Val Luton Staples. He plays the main character. And there's like this weird like subplot where his wife cheated on him with her bro- his brother, and he had a curse put on her. And now she's a zombie, and all this all this nonsense is going on. But once again, just like this black and white, like moonlit skies, haunting and like beautiful. You know, they're not. They're definitely not like gory zombie, eat people movies. It's more just mm-hmm. like this terrifying presence is around and people don't know what to make of it. I dig that. The classics for sure. I just didn't 
want to put on the list just for being the first. Hey, no, look, that's that's the difference. That's why we do it. Um, what do you think about the girl with all the gifts? Never seen it. You would like it. Yeah, it's been on my list for a while. I would think like I always worry about you with detaching yourself from reality because you get strangely with certain movies you get like too hung up on. Well, that's not realistic, but I would think with a zombie movie you wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's kind of hard to. <laughs> but uh, it's good. It's very coming of age, heartwarming, survivalist kind of zombie movie. Right. I'll have to check it out. It's a. Uh, it's one of those I just. I don't know, like with me and modern stuff, it's hard to get to be like, oh, let's go sit down and watch this. Oh, right. uh, we we touched on earlier Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead remake. Yeah. Um, really on top of it. Night of the Living Dead, let's not even forget about that. Um, Savini's, man, like what a retelling, if you will. I mean, he doesn't change a whole lot. It's not like a just getting to see the modern recasting. Yeah, I mean he changes a little, I guess, but like Tony Todd, Tony Todd, yeah, awesome, kills it in that. Um, the effects once again, and it's it's not Romero's first one. Romero's Night of the Living Dead is the mold breaker. Um, you know they weren't even zombies yet; they were ghouls. Mm-hmm. These ghouls are returning, <laughs> returning to life. Um, but speaking of Romero, I think the most underrated zombie movie, and if we did a top 20, it'd have to be in there for me, Land of the Dead. Yeah. That is a misunderstood movie. Mm-hmm. It came out at a time where America was, you know, 9-11 had just happened. People were kind of you know, doing that rock against Bush thing. Like they're like, fuck this dude. Savini or not Savini Romero came out and made this movie. And for whatever reason at the time, it was underwhelming. People just weren't into it. I loved it. I'm a nerd like that for two reasons. One, it's Romero Two, John Leguizamo's in it. I mean, but I mean all the political undertones, um, the movie itself is it's really well done. It's it's super uh, it's a good watch. Um I think where people who are maybe hanging on to it lost it is with the whole like the zombies have now gotten wise. They're they're instead of being zombies as one, they're being zombies together, and they're starting to like yeah. get ideas and coordinate. stuff. Yeah, coordinate. Good word. So I think a lot of people lost it there. But if you want to look at it, well, I guess there's a problem with that. Is in their their brains are dead, so they wouldn't be able to do that. But in the sense that I would think about it too, it's like Night of the Living Dead's what 1960, mm-hmm. something like that. Land of the Dead's what 2005. I mean, evolution. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and Romero, like, doing all those social commentary. That's po- back to day to day. That's why people, I think, may have had a lot of grief with that one. Because he really laid the social commentary and uh, yeah. political influence on there pretty heavy. Yeah. But 
Then there's Diary of the Dead, which is like a commentary yeah. on like social media and YouTube. And yeah, he tried to go the found footage route. Yeah, That's not that very was, good. That was a mess. It's watchable. It's just not very good. It was a mess. Then the one after that, I never watched. Um, Island of the Dead? Yeah, I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, I never watched it. Um, the Crazies we talked about. That's kind of... Uh, I love maybe that. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Along it, no, with well, it's, it's, it's definitely disease driven type stuff but that movie is great right. and the remake's even really good i mean look yeah they're both awesome yeah. don't get me wrong um very very realistic and intense like it, it feels like a violent pandemic yeah 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 people just going nuts yeah um my my list sketch that i was talking about was night of the creeps yeah, that's um, that's tough. It's aliens, but the aliens make people zombies. Into zombies, it's yeah. Tough. It would have uh, probably uh, it would have been horrible. I love that movie, but it probably would have been DQ. Yeah, same thing along. I mean, so Cuties was mine that I already mentioned. That was fringe. Yeah, same with Slither because Slither is just right. Night of the Creeps. The other one, this one, it was on the list. Then I came off my list, and then. I was thinking about how I love it, but not even for the reason. Zombieland? No. Oh. Planet Terror. Ah, uh, yeah. That, no, that's zombie. But it's like I don't love it because it's zombies. I love it because of the grindhouse, like the, yeah. the missing scenes and the over-the-top action and just like the goofy acting. You kind I of, love grindhouse. I mean, look. I mean, um, <laughs> grindhouse. I love uh, Planet Terror. Yeah, look, I, I, I love it too. But I was like, I don't really almost see it as it's a zombie movie but i almost don't see it as a zombie movie right right like like watching it it's just like it's like an action you know bruce willis josh brolin um so good rose mccallan with her machine gun leg like yeah it all those other elements distract from it yes exactly exactly uh what about zombie land so zombie land zombie land I yeah. mean, it's it's for the mainstream. Yep. It's uh it's fun. It's a fun watch. I never seen the second one. Not good. Um, Bill Murray's showing up, and it was a nice surprise. Um, but yeah, it it doesn't. It's yeah, not it's not it's not top yeah, ten it's, worthy. It's just a it's a good mainstream horror ish comedy. Did you? Yeah, someone hacking up a lung outside. Yeah, good. <laughs> COVID, get away. <laughs> Uh, she heard us. We're being swarmed by the outside. Did you like uh, the Dead Don't Die? The Dead Don't Die. Which one's that? The one with um, that's so familiar. With um, die. what's his name from fucking Star Wars? Luke Skywalker. No, not Luke Skywalker. Chewbacca. With uh, Adam Driver and Bill Murray. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, uh, you, you would like it. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, but what's it on? Is it on anything? I've been wanting to see that since it came out. I, I I'm sure all, it's streaming somewhere at this point. I just forgot all about it till you said it there, and I was like, "What? Yeah, damn." Yeah, it. it's fun. It's very very uh, dark comedy. Oh, that's right up my alley. It's very very dry. Um, it got a lot of hate, but I I like it. Yeah, well, Bill Murray's in it, so fuck. I don't know why I don't know why people like hate it so much. Like, it's, there's nothing wrong with the film. Like, there's no reason to. Because people, that's what they do. They have a keyboard and a cell phone, and they can p- fucking put up a fake picture and gripe. Uh, another one I wanted to go to because it's Bob Clark, but it's just trash. I couldn't bring myself to do it. 
but it's fun. It's fun trash, but it's trash. Uh, children shouldn't play with dead things. What's wrong with that? Eh, for a list, for like the list. Well, I wouldn't put it on the top ten, but I wouldn't say it's trash. No, it's trash. No, I don't mean like trash is like it's a piece of shit. I mean like it's trash. Like it is exploitation oh. trash. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's shocking it's, to well, be shocked. I wouldn't call it a trash. I'll call it a popcorn flick. Children don't play with dead things. It's not a popcorn flick. It's a D movie at the best. It's is it what? A D movie. It's not even a B movie. I don't know. I like that movie. I like it too, but I'm saying it's not like I couldn't say, "Hey, go watch this," and expect someone to be like, "Oh yeah, watch that movie you told me. It's really good." They would be like, "I made it 15 minutes in, and I'd turn it off because it's made. Mm. It's made on zero budget, and the acting is just like yeah, the you had some really friends that can remember lines. Like that's the extent of the acting, but it's fun. It's fun. I did that one, but it, that brings me to what I wanted to talk about a little bit. Uh, I don't want to keep going on with this because I mean we can go all night but um this whole sect of this this really bad zombie movie um I had mentioned earlier like burial grounds where they clearly didn't have much to go on other than like hey I want to make a zombie movie uh we can get some of these like cool tropes in where they come out of the ground and we can do some effects to the best of our ability. We'll throw some blood in there and make a half-assed story. And there's a ton of these things. Um, You know, a lot of them come from like the, I don't know, like the late 70s through like the mid-80s. But there's like the Video Dead and uh, the, the Blind Dead series um there's a ton of them yeah ju- that's just the name like a couple off the top of my head but i mean even going back to like that's not even getting into the modern ones like the right and i was gonna ones. say even going back to like the six 60s there's like that misunderstanding of what a zombie is so they made a, a zombie quote unquote movie and it's just like this horrendous god-awful there's just a guy who's stiff he walks stiff and he's a zombie like yeah yeah Oh, Fido too. I, I not not in that category, but Fido was one of the um like a good zombie movie, but it gets lost in the story of what's mm-hmm. going on. Sorry, I didn't mean to completely just like go back as I'm talking about shit movies and talk about a good movie. Um, what else did I want to mention? Reanimator two. Bride of Reanimator? Not Bride of Reanimator. Not a fan of that one. Return to the Reanimator? You looking forward to the Walking Dead movie? I didn't know there was a movie coming out. Eh, they say there is. I don't understand. What's what the one is still um, going on in that show? What's the one? The movie? Um, they made it like like it was going to be a chick flick. Night of the Comet. No, well, I love no, no, no. That's not a chick flick. Yeah, I mean, they make it like it's gonna be. I guess, but no, no yeah, Night of the Comet is awesome. I love Night of the Comet. No, uh, modern, where it's like a pretty boy actor zombie, but they do the spin where he's like a zombie and walks around and talks and acts like a zombie, but in his head, he's all still himself and normal. 
Oh. And then he I falls know. in love with the girl. <sighs> I know what the fuck is that about. movie? I Zombie? I, no, no. I know what you're talking about. Um, Ah Zombie? A love story or something? No, like no, no. Ah Real Zombies. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, there's a lot of trash. That's Ah Real Monsters. No, no. There's one called like Ah Real Zombies or something stupid. No, so that one isn't bad. What, the one you're talking about? Or the yeah, one? where it's like a chick flick, oh, okay. almost like a zombie love story where it shouldn't even exist, but it kind of, in a way, works. I know what you're talking about. I just can't and it's someone entertaining. I, I would have never given the time of day, but I was traveling for work one time, and I was like stuck in the hotel room with nothing to do, and it was on. And I was like, all right, I I'll guess I'll just watch this. And I was like, oh, this isn't half bad. It's very, very creative. Hey. And it's cheesy, like in a lovey... I don't know how to explain it. Like it, 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 it works. It works what they did. Um, I think that's all I got. Contracted. No. Zombie movie. That's a piece of shit movie is what it is. I should have put it on my list. Oh, if you would have put Contracted on You wouldn't list, have had money in the bank. I would have walked out of here. I would have... I wouldn't even have walked out of here. I would have just kicked open Wait, that Wait, didn't window. I have number 10? Oh, I should have put that in number 10 just to piss you off. I would have DQ'd it. It's not a zombie movie until like the last three seconds of the movie. Still a zombie <laughs> movie. That would have been a terrible argument. Stop it. Producer, if I would have played a movie and he would have DQ'd it and said, it's not a zombie movie to the last couple minutes of the movie, and I would say, well, it's still a zombie movie, would you be able to overturn that? <laughs> Why do you ask me these things? Because you're the producer and you're the only other person in the room. <laughs> There'd be more argument than that. All right, forget it. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> I mean, fuck. <laughs> I, I could have said Plan 9 from Outer Space, too. No. Why not? There's zombies in that. I guess. Exactly. That's what I mean. There's some... Yeah, but, well, if that... There's some if trash. That's your argument. There. I could have played the Passion of Christ. Yeah, you could have. The first zombie. First zombie. Jesus Christ. JC. Zombie. How about uh, um, what's it called? Uh, shit. Fists of Jesus. <laughs> the hell is that? Once upon a time in Jerusalem. It's like a little uh, Argentinian film. About Jesus bringing Lazarus back from the dead, but he fucks it up and makes him a zombie. And Lazarus starts turning all sorts of other people into zombies. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It was on YouTube. I don't know if you can find it there anymore. It's very well done. It was um, it was a pitch movie. So he made like a 20-minute short trying to get funding for like a feature-length movie. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what was it called? I think it was Fists of Jesus. But then That sounds it, familiar. But I probably showed it to you. But then in the credits, it was like... Je- oh God! Jesus you did show me that. Jesus and sh- Judas will return. I just had a flashback. <laughs> Once as upon soon as a you time said, in Jerusalem. I think I showed it to you, and I was like, "Oh God, yeah, you did show me that." that movie's ridiculous. Yeah, it's great. Um, let me grab our closing beers. Just yeah. uh, talk to the crowd a little bit. I will. But uh, yeah. So what I'm gonna finish up the list with saying is that you know, the zombie movie genre it covers decades. Uh, there's some hot garbage, and there's some, you know. Academy Award winners in there. It really is subjective, you know. Um, like Vinny likes the dark and dreary, mean spirited zombie movie. I love the, you know, I I firmly believe if you're gonna make a zombie movie, you gotta have it's gotta be lighthearted. There's gotta be some comedy in it. There's gotta be um, 
you know, something that makes you feel other than just dread the whole time. The dread's great. I mean, it's a big part of it, but like you got to get let up. I can't just have zombies running after me for 45 minutes and then expect to be like, oh, I care about this movie. It just doesn't work that way. Now, characters are a big deal too in zombie movies because yes. they're zombies. You can't depend on zombies to carry your movie. You have to have really good characters. And, you know, all the Romero stuff does it. He nails it. Um, who else? Um, he said 28 Days Later. Return, I think, like Return we is, they're fun characters, but the Italian stuff, I, I would say the characters are very forgettable. Um, yeah, but I think, I think the modern ones almost do the characters justice more. Like the Wreck and the Dawn remake and 28 Days Later, Trainer Bassan. Like they really bring the, if, if you were walking in life and this happened, who are the people that you would encounter that with either as strangers or friends and family? You know what I mean? Like it, it captures that more. Okay. The Romero ones, they're, they just seem like more like fictionalized, unbelievable characters. Yeah. Especially in like day, like they were so over the top. Like you're not meeting anybody like that. Like because no. they were so high strung and fucked up from being in that bunker and going through what they were going through. You know what's really good on character? Serpent and the Rainbow. Oh, that yeah, is another good yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but I brought that up because I, I, not that anyone's listening to me, but I would love someone, anyone, to go reach back in the past and bring back that voodoo zombie. And make it like a romantic story and see if they could make that happen. It would be an interesting thing for someone to try and do. How would you spin it romantic, though? It's not were, I, like I mean, were, I'm not a movie director. I'm not a writer. But I mean, like, to they were success. That was successful for a reason. There was a formula there. There's a bunch of them like that. Um, you know, they're not big budget or anything like that by any means. But, you know, the, the voodoo zombie has kind of been neglected for quite a while. And you know it's crazy how hot zombies got. I don't know what. I don't know what dead. triggered it. Is it Walking Dead? Yeah. But to the point where, um, do you remember that book that came out that was like Zombie Survival Guide? Well, actually, that's a good book. I love that book. And then World War Z is a good book. See, I didn't read World War Z. I was more interested in that, like that handbook, like the Zombie Survival Guide is. Like, it's not a story. It's just like a hand. It's a fake handbook about how to survive the zombie apocalypse. Well, World War Z wasn't your normal uh, narrative fiction. It's like a diary, right? Like yeah, and uh, like a transcript. Yeah. Of, but, um, yeah, but then, like, they even, like, they, they even caught the tweens and uh, young girls into it with... Uh, Pride, prejudice, and zombies. My like, boyfriend's back. Huh? Remember that? My boyfriend's back. It was no. like a '90s Disney movie about this chick. Uh, God, who is it? Is it Phoebe Kate? I forget. It's some actress from back then. She's kind of hot, like popular. And her boyfriend dies. Then he comes back <laughs> from the dead. But do you remember? Um, yeah. Pride, prejudice, and zombies was all the rave. Yeah. Like when I was in college, all the girls were reading. I was like, "What the hell's wrong with uh, people?" Yeah, I don't know. I just remember The Walking Dead came along and everyone loved zombies again. Yeah. And it was just like, 
zombie. And then yeah. it, I do like Greg Nicotero. Like, no, so do I. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that it became like zombies go away. And, like, you people are ruining my conventions. Oh, uh, they Ugh. didn't make our conventions fun at all for a while. But then they, they, dis- they disappeared. So did the conventions. True. All right. Did you get those links I sent you? I sent yes. you the links, yeah. Yeah. So they're, I mean, they're trying to make a comeback. Well, yeah, we're going to, I mean, we'll as see. long as they do it, we're going to be there. Yeah. All right, close Recording the beer. live live uh, shows. I hope so. We can, if we can get a room, I would love to do that. Or just I thought in the car would be fine. No, I think we can get a, we can get a hotel room. We can get some real mainstream guests in there. What you think we can pull that off? No, we can't. Enough alcohol. Wait, what do you mean? Uh, we have enough real al- mainstream guests like some drunker we meet at the bar downstairs. <laughs> like, hey, come up to our room, record a hey, podcast. You look important. Come here. <laughs> Like What's that VIP tag for? Oh, you paid for it? That's fine. Come on you up. You got enough uh, booze and drugs in the room. You never know who's going to show up. All right. Closing. Uh, Wait, uh, producer, are you ready for a road trip? Bring the studio on the run or on the road? That'll cost you. Not much. <laughs> like a cheeseburger? Or? Like hey, now. Hey, two, now. Come on. Like two nights at the Showboat Motel. and <laughs> Hotel. Is that a motel? Hotel? Holiday Holiday Inn. Inn. Oh. <laughs> hey, no. All right. Closing beers tonight. A little bit uh, mainstream. I'm sure everyone's heard of this one, but it's um, it's a classic. It's a favorite. This is Rogue Brewery's Dead Guy Ale, and it's a good one. It's I feeling, fruity. I was feeling a little yeah, but it's fruity, but like it's malty. Uh, it's good. I like it. Now, what caught me was this is like a special edition or release version of it, and you you slap on special limited edition, and I'm all over it. And the way they were advertising it, it said, paint the can. So paint the can and submit your entry and win the grand prize, which uh, Jeff and producer and I were not going to do because we have zero artistic ability. But on the the box of the six-pack, it looked all cool. like They had like devils and stuff painted on it. So I figured they wanted you to, like, like a coloring book, paint in the can of the drawings. Turns out it's just a bunch of solid white cans, and they want you to paint it and submit your art which uh we we can't do no i cannot draw for shit yeah i can't even write for shit my uh penmanship looks like a second grader and i thought maybe uh producer would have some artistic ability and be able to make a cool killer pod can but false false and if anyone would like to make us any sweet art that'd be nice <laughs> yeah we really need it we want a new logo so if anyone out there has got some free time or um we had some things in the works and it all fell through we can, um, you know, if you're some kind of graphic designer, we can give you a little shout out on here on the social medias. Something we like can that. Give you some beer. <laughs> give you some beer. Um, the producer will give you a blowy. Whoa. Whoa, hey now. <laughs> Whatever works, you let us know. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll start the bids pretty low. <laughs> well, All right. Well, I like the rogue dead guy, and I'm glad you picked it up because yeah. I haven't had it in a I don't think we need to give any tasting notes. I would hope people that enjoy a good beer know about the Rogue Dead Guy. But if you're into art, you get get this cool new six pack. That yeah, I mean it's the, a it's a white can. can. It's just a can white dead. can. You have a whole canvas. You can paint something yeah. cool in here and submit it for some kind of cool. Uh, they don't say what it is, but some, I'm I'm sure it's a very awesome um, prize. Maybe it's just a lifetime supply of Rogue Dead Guy. That wouldn't I be. I feel a like this beer gets a lot of hate. Does it really? I feel I've like it does. It. I mean, I remember beer. like buying it once and something like, oh, you drink that? And I was like, 
Yeah, it's delicious. Well, what the hell are they buying? I don't. Bud Platinum. Whoa, they still make that? Oh yeah. Oh my. <laughs> I just they have Bud Platinum uh, seltzers now. If anyone wants to know where my life's at, I just bought a case of PBR Pounders the other day, and uh, I have one six pack left. So <laughs> that'll happen. Things are going really good uh, for this um, winter of quarantining. I but guess the quarantine. Yeah, I can't believe someone have a problem. Like it's just a really good all around. No, it is. I feel like six percent multi. Not kind of the double dead guy, right? Is the strong one. Oh, I don't. I never seen that. There's some, uh, I mean, it's not double. Who makes arrogant bastard? That is uh, Stone. Oh, okay. That one's good too. Yeah, I feel like these are like Stone, arrogant bastard, and this are like two of the first like craft beers I ever like saw in a bar where it was like, what's that? Uh, the first craft beer I ever had was, um, not Circus Boy. I don't know. I had um. Magic. Number nine from Magic Hat. Yeah, it's the same. Same. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I thought it was so cool because like everyone in college was drinking the, <laughs> the natty. I was like, I found this number nine from Magic Hat Brewing Company in Vermont. I'm drinking this. I like craft beer. And then it all then, went like a week later, you're like, I'm all about micro breweries now. And then you were like, I'm brewing my own beer. I got this home at home starter kit. And then I got a sweet fedora. <laughs> and then you and Kevin Federline were like <laughs> dancing and stuff. Anywho. <laughs> All right. We're Damn it. We're up. doing the ranting thing again. I mean, it's, the uh, rambling thing again. It's because we don't want to leave, but it's all right. All right. But I mean, Jeff, good list, do your outro. Right? Good list. Yeah, it was a good list. Yeah. It was very uh, compliant. Yeah. And no if arguments. Anyone, if anyone's got anything we missed, please bring it up. I mean, it's overwhelming. Like when you start getting into the research for some of this stuff, it's overwhelming, and we're just bound to miss something. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna throw an audible. Don't interrupt. It's happening. You can't stop it. Oh my god. Um. Next episode, we're going non-horror. We are in a debate whether we should do '80s action movies or '90s action movies. So along with your bad blood, hit us up on the social media. We'll do our best to make some good posts on Facebook and Instagram so you have an outlet to comment on. But throw us comments. Uh, you only have a couple of days to do it, so make it quick. 80s or 90s action movies. And we're talking about classic, over-the-top action movies. And that will be the next list for War Games while we take a little break from horror. That's it. All right. Well, until that next list, I'm Jeff, and he's Vinny. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out. Brains.